waiting on the supply chain shortages. It's, it's, it's bad. We're suffering. <laughs> you're suffering. I didn't get my couch in time. It says two months now. I'm right. suffering. You're suffering without your treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. We'll stay away from that one. Sweet speech. Welcome back to The Abundant Life. I'm Angela Todd, my amazing husband, Carlito. <laughs> we are on part two of removing the barriers of your faith. Removing the barriers. And last time we were talking about uh, just the craziness going on in the world. And the one scripture that we was, when the godly are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked are in power, they groan. <laughs> we just talked about a lot of groaning going on There's of all the stuff that's been going on and it's not something that's just new this is something you know it's just a different circumstance at a different time and so what we started doing is is talking about okay what do we do what do we do as believers how do we overcome this that the godly not being in authority how do we help because as as a single person how do i change Who's running the country? How do I change who the president? How do I change the? How do I change who's in the hell? How, how do I do that? And that's what I think people sometimes get lost in is like, I won't make a difference. But I've heard that. And but I've heard the that bottom line is that well, what's, what does my one vote make? Right. Well, there's been history or there's been incidents where they've seen that votes have been changed by just a few hundred. And if within those areas, there was tens of thousands of Christians who didn't vote. So just a few of those hundred, those 10,000 vote could change that. So let me tell you what, your vote matters, your word matters, everything that you do matters. And you might not be able to affect it on a top level, but you can affect it in your own household. You can affect it in your own neighborhood. You can affect it in your own community. It starts wherever you are at. And that's what we're talking about here is, okay, how do I become bold? We talked about last time in scripture that the righteous are as bold as a, as a lion, that we are supposed to be bold in speaking the truth. We're supposed to be bold in just even offering Jesus Christ to people to get them born again. But there's a lot of other things going on that we need to be bold about. We need to speak out because let me tell you what, the evil ones, they're speaking out. They're protesting, they're burning stuff down, they're tearing stuff up, they're telling you what you need to do, they're telling you how you need to protect yourself, they're telling you how you should do your healthcare, how you should do your work, how you should do all your stuff. They're speaking out, and if we don't speak out, I'm not even gonna say anything. We need to, we, 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 we need to, yeah, we did talk about that last time, we'll go over that again. So anyway, let's pick up where we were off last time um, on Psalms 23 and four. Psalm 23 and 4 ESV. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Okay, so number one, we were talking about being bold. Mm -hmm. Okay, to be bold. They say, okay, well, I'll be bold, but then how do I have the confidence to be bold? Well, this is, this is a great scripture. I mean, Psalms 23 is so loaded with stuff, but what I love about that is that when I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, that must be a bad place. I mean, <laughs> there's shadows of death around you. I mean, how much worse could it get? It's like, it is say, when you walk down the street in your neighborhood, I will be with you, <laughs> you know? Or when you walk down the aisle at church, I shall be with you. No, right. the valley of the shadow of death, man. That's, that's like, pretty deep. That's a bad place, that's a man. Really bad place. And what does it say? I'll be with you. So what I want you to get out of this is that, you know, we should be fearless. 
fearless because one of the most worst places you could possibly be on the earth, the valley of the shadow of death, God says, I'm with you. And if God is with you, who can be against you? Right. You know, so he's always there with you. The other verse that's coming to mind right now is that God will never leave me nor forsake, forsake me. me. Right. Never. He never Most leaves you. Assuredly not. He never leaves you. So he's always with you. And he's saying right here too that I'll be with you. And not only just to protect you, but to comfort you. Right. So right in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, you're going to be comforted. <laughs> and and the only way that, that happens is that is through believing in that word. Because let me tell you what, you can be sitting on a beach in a hammock with a cool breeze, with your beautiful wife in her bikini and a nice little fruity so drink. Right and that's like so peaceful, but that peace can be broken up like that as soon as the airplane goes and flies over, your peace is gone. Or a tidal wave, you know. But you can have peace in the middle of the shadow of death because it's an internal peace. It's not dictated by what's on the outside. It's dictated by what's inside your spirit. And the word says that we are to labor to enter into that rest. It's kind of like a dichotomy. And I think the labor to enter into that rest is getting to that place of peace so that the things of the world that are going on disarray just don't affect you because they can affect you. When your peace is affected, you're at dis-ease, which causes disease. Mm -hmm. So I think just um, that labor is uh, just reading, getting the word in. And it's not hard labor. It's turn on a teaching. There's so many great teachings right now. Uh, just the word of God going forth at night, like we talked about before, playing soaking or just putting on your your app that will just speak the word while you're sleeping because your spirit never sleeps or slumbers. But that laboring debt is where I'm going is to enter into that rest, like you were just saying, being at peace when that trouble comes. Because the trouble going to come. But what's your response going to be? Well, one of the scriptures just came to mind when you were saying that you're talking about the thoughts coming at you, because when you're walking in this valley of the shadow of death, you got to get the circumstances around you of that valley of death. You almost have to you, be you gotta, like, you got to get out of your mind and get into the spirit and walk in the spirit to be able to have that confidence, to feel that comfort. And what you said is the thoughts are going to come out against you. So what, what the scripture just came to mind is take every thought into captivity. Mm, and I remember when Kenneth Copeland was preaching on this a while back, he said, take that thought and act like you lock it up in a jail cell. You put it captive. Right. You get rid of it. You get it out of there. And how do you, how do, you do that is by speaking the word of God. You know, mm -hmm. we've taught on this before too about meditating, speaking that word. You know, that. I don't want to get too off track of where we're going here. Um, but not allowing those circumstances and the things around you to get you off track. So that means you could be, be trying to speak to somebody about something. They could be yelling. They could be screaming. Don't let that bother you. Don't let that pull you down. Just stay on track. God is with you. He's going to be with you in that moment of when those people are screaming and yelling. <laughs> He's going to be with you in the shadow of death. He'll be with you when they're screaming and yelling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you were talking about in our last teaching of... Um, you know, like you're just saying, taking that thought into captivity. And when you don't turn to that negative thought, like you're saying, think on these things. Think You gave a whole list of, and here, the, the word gives you a list. Think on these things. Like, I didn't have to give you a list. He gives things you a list right here. Good, he gives you the answer. Things that are Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> a good report. Think on these things. 
And you will be surprised if you just do an inventory of what is coming into your mind when something happens. It's like when the phone rings. What's the, what's the first thing you think of? You're a winner. <laughs> or well, if it's like in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> like, something tragic just yeah. happened. Who died? Yeah, who died? <laughs> How about, wow, you're calling to what? Bless me? And, you know, there's, it's just a, you have a choice with your thought life. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to get so negative, which builds up, like we were just talking about at the very beginning in the first episode, is just the barriers of the world that block your faith. And those are the thoughts. Those thoughts become like these barriers, and it's like a brick, like another brick and another brick and another brick and another brick and a brick, 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 brick. Before you know it, you're just completely crushed. And so that your faith is just crushed. That can't work. So how do you make it work? You just told us the problem. Give us the solution. Right. Like we were just talking, being bold as a lion, reading the word, getting it in you, speaking it out, thinking on those positive things. Um, yeah, I just wanted you to just refresh that. <laughs> I was like, I felt like everything's getting built up around me. <laughs> <laughs> So thinking on things that are good, changing your thought thought patterns then. Changing that's simple. Changing your like you were just saying last time was change the channel. Change yep. the channel. And then once you change the channel, what do you got to do? So you change your thought process, then what? Change what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Got to speak positive. You got to speak that word. Once you shut that off, you got to start speaking something where you want to go. We talked about that life and death are in the power of the tongue talked about you know the rudder in the boat's going to steer where you want to go you've got to be speaking where it is you want to go not where you don't want to go because if you're speaking what you don't want where you don't want to go you're going to end up where you don't want to go which is hard in the valley in the shadow of death where you will fear no evil evil because god is with you i mean when you're in the shadow of death valley the first thing you want to say is not let there be light <laughs> which is what god said but say what God said. Let there be light. Start with that, like you were talking about before. Just saying the word feathers and that woman was saved. Right. If you could just remember just to say, let there be light when that bad thought comes, that will help at least start start with something small. It doesn't have yeah. to be big. It doesn't have to be some huge change. It's like people trying to quit smoking or go on a diet, you know, they yeah. stop doing it because it's difficult. Well, that's why I tell people, you know, what's the secret to you know, maintaining an ideal weight or how do I lose weight? I was like, there is no secret. <laughs> There's no secret whatsoever. You want to lose weight, quit eating as much and exercise more, period. It's not a secret, you know? So they say, well, it's so hard to exercise. I always say, start small. Just start by walking around the block. Walk around the block first day, second day. Maybe walk around the block twice. <laughs> and maybe walk around it three times. But just start somewhere, just like you're saying. So just start somewhere. And at some point, it might be just to just stop. You've been talking a bunch of smack. Maybe sometimes just the first thing you can do is just stop the smack. <laughs> and once you get to that point, then you can get to where you can say a good word. <laughs> okay, so moving on. So we're to be fearless because we know God is always with us, right? Yes. Even in that valley, that shadow of death. So how do I have strength even in that? You know, okay, God, God is with me, so read the next one. Because it just keeps getting better. We just keep building on it. Right. God's got something for you, for everything, to get you to the place where He wants you to get you. Isn't that so good? 
He gives you the word. He gives you the grace. Psalms 31 and 24. Psalm 31, 24, New King James Version. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Who's going to strengthen your heart? He. And it's a capital H. <laughs> so it's like, he's telling you, be of good courage, but I'm going to be the one who's going to strengthen your heart. God says right here, he's going to strengthen your heart. Mm-hmm. So that's how, how do we get to this place where we can believe, where we can be bold, where we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and be fearless by letting the Lord get us the strength to do it. It takes all the pressure off. It does. And when you focus on how God first trusted in his son and was with Christ when he walked the earth, because when Christ chose to give up, when God chose to give up his son, the best that heaven had, the valley of the shadow of death was being in an earth suit and walking amongst men. I mean, when you start to think about how God gave his son who had to go through all that he did to then be crucified and the strength that he must have had to have drawn on. I mean, to the point of, I was just reading scripture the other morning, I was going through something and then the scripture says, you know, you have not sweat tears unto death. So don't even think your problem is bigger than what God has been through. So if you can draw on that strength, I mean, just imagine the strength Christ needed to be able to get through that cross. I mean, it's just like... Good point. So get your mind there. <laughs> we think just waiting on the supply chain shortages is it's bad. We're suffering. <laughs> you're suffering. I didn't get my couch in time to say it's two months now. I'm oh, suffering. You're suffering without your treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. We'll stay away from that one. Sweet speech. There's nothing you've been through that God is not there for or will give you the strength for. He's already given it to you. His strength on that cross already gave you everything that you needed to be bold, to be strong, to break barriers, and to carry out what he has called you to do. So draw on that. Okay, so let's wrap it up here. Wrapping it up. Go ahead and read that last scripture, Romans 8.37 from the NLT. Romans 8.37 NLT. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. So what I love about this, and what I love about the Bible when it says all, or uh, it says always, or at all times, with this, they could have just said victory. I mean, to have victory is good, right? We, we had victory, won the game. That's good. But how about overwhelming victory? <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that. Be, how, did you guys have victory today? Yeah, we had an overwhelming victory. <laughs> and that's why I like this, the NLT, but most of the other translations say that we are more than conquerors. Right. So that we are more than conquerors through Christ. Once again, it could just say, we are conquerors through Christ. But it says, we are more than conquerors <laughs> in Christ. I just love the extra adjective. Is that the right, right. term for English on that? That it says, overwhelming victory so so when you tie all this together we're going to be as bold as a lion we're going to walk fearless because god is with us even in the shadow of death he's going to be the one that's going to strengthen our heart to be able to do that and when we trust in him as a source as we go back to the very first episode of of part one of this it's like we were talking about being as bold as that lion right that's, this is all going to be rooted and grounded on all of this. 
just like you said, it's drawn from Christ. Yeah. He's going to give you the ability to do all of this. And when you have that confidence, because it's not confidence in yourself, it's confidence that he's going to protect you. It's confidence that your boldness has come from him, that he's going to strengthen your heart, that he's going to give you the victory. And that's when you can really rest in that finished work of Christ. And that's when you can have sweet lips, just like I'm having right now. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not yelling, screaming. I'm not doing anything. And you can talk to somebody, whether it's about maybe homosexuality, maybe it's about an addiction, maybe whatever it is, that you can talk and you can give them the truth and not side with them based on what society would say to accept them, but accept them by love. Yeah. And, and tell them the truth because I was talking about last time too is that the truth is what's going to set them free. If we just say, oh honey, that's okay. It's okay if you do that. It's okay if you keep doing that. I understand when you are letting them feel accepted in the lie is when you keep them in the bondage. Right. You have to accept and love them in the truth. In the truth. And that's hard. Yeah. Well, that's true love. I mean, if you had a kid that's on drugs or whatever, is it just, you're just going to let it go? I mean, you just let it go. What happens? It just gets worse. You enable worse. them. Yeah. But when you finally step up and speak the truth about it, Hey, we've got to do something here. Let me help you. Let's do whatever it is. That's not the easy conversation to have. The easy, the easier way out is just not to do nothing, but you're enabling. That's the whole point of this whole thing is that we have to start stepping up in this country. And what we talked about already as well too, it's like, it can start in your own household. You might have family members that don't understand the word and don't understand the rights that we have that we talked about <laughs> and that don't understand what's the right way to, to live your life from a godly perspective that might agree with, yeah, abortion's okay. Abortion's not okay. It's not okay. And I say that from the truth that God knew every single person before they were in their mother's womb. So when he knew that he had a purpose for each one of those people's lives. So taking that life is not okay. It's just not okay. Right. And I say that from a place of speaking truth, speaking love. Right. And it's any situation that we may have that's going on in this country right now. So the encouragement is be bold, stand up, know that God's got your back. God's got you protected. God is your source. He's going to make you victorious. As long as you continue to be in the word and trust in that word and stand on that word. And most of all, don't forget that God's your source. Drawing from his love to receive your overwhelming victory. That is sweet speech. Amen. Amen. And I just, um, you just said victory and it just reminded me of something. I was watching the victory channel. Um, I watched the news on it. It's the only place I watch the news. And for those of you who don't know, victory channels, Kenneth Copeland, ministry. It's their own network. They have their own news so you can get news. But the cool thing about it is like they stop and pray. They do. It's just not about just, <laughs> you know, giving you the bad. They always say we don't just report on the bad, but we give you the answers. Right. And sometimes it'll be just like the news that's coming is like, this is so bad. They'll just stop. Let's pray. <laughs> they just start praying. Right. Who does that on because the news? Because you just can't. These guys do yeah, it. Yeah. Instead of bashing or speaking negative, they just they just say, oh, the groan comes, but then they stop, but they stop and pray. <laughs> That's the good thing. But anyway, back to you just said the word victory and it just sent something off. So they were talking about, they were talking about this exact same thing, actually. People standing up, people having a voice. And they gave an illustration of an ant. It says, like when an ant goes to this one place, maybe there's food here or whatever, that, that one ant goes, 
that it's not long than a hundred ants come. Right. So they're saying it's the same thing. It might be you who steps up and has the first voice to say the truth. But when you do, it's going to encourage and just enable other people to come out and right. do the same thing too. You don't know what it might happen. There might be a tsunami of people coming right behind you right. because you were bold as the lion. You stirred on the word of God and you spoke the truth. And that right there is breaking barriers. Amen. When you break a barrier, you allow others to go through, which is also true of some Olympic records that have been yeah. set. The, people, the mile. Yeah. When they, Somebody broke the four minute miles. Like nobody could do it forever. And then once they did it, all these other people started doing it. It was like, right? that dude did it. I can do it too. So we declare that you are trailblazers. Amen. You are barrier breakers. Amen. We declare the strength of Christ. Hallelujah. That he died to give you, be over you, in you, through you. When you're walking through that valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. Amen. Because you will say light be and you will be a light into your circumstance we just declare boldness over you to speak the truth in love with sweet speech to change your environment to change your circumstance your surroundings your business we declare health and healing over your family over your children over your children's children and we are in agreement with your overwhelming victory in jesus name amen That was good. That got me stirred up. That's a good one. (laughs) I'm ready to go stand on top of the mountain and yell like a lion. With sweet lips, though. With sweet lips. (laughs) (laughs) So remember, God is your source. Look to Him for everything, regardless of what it is in your life. There's an answer in the Word. Remember that we're praying for you guys. We love you. Until next time. Overwhelming victory. Peace.